Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast that gives you the tools that you need to invest in this season of your life. Join life coach Kelly Tibbetts as she interviews inspiring leaders who help you identify your why, name your strengths, and value your energy, soul, and thoughts. This podcast will help you live a brave, creative, purpose-filled life. Welcome to Coaching with Kelly, a podcast that helps you learn the tools you need to invest in yourself, your relationships, and your future dreams. I'm so excited today to be here with Mary Donnelly. Mary was my very first coaching partner. Um, I really see us as partners in this endeavor. And what is so fun today is Mary's going to help us look at many of the letters from the INVEST acronym, from valuing who you are to soul care to thought work and even to name your strengths. So Mary, welcome. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Glad to be here. I'm so glad you're here. Would you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. Um, So I am a wife. I am a mother. So I've been married almost 34 years. It'll be 34 in November. I have three adult children. They're all married. And I have three beautiful, wonderful grandchildren. Yeah, you're so lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, my passion, what I feel that that the ways that God has used me or the things that really draw me and pull me is teaching women, Mm -hmm. helping women and helping them just be all that God created them to be and learning from the word practical applications for just everyday life. Yep. No, I've loved watching you grow in this. And so a fun thing about our story is we actually knew each other as teenagers. Mm -hmm. I knew before you even got married. And so it's fun to be reintroduced later on in life through Facebook and then particularly through coaching. So some of the things I know you learned in our time together. So for those of you who haven't been with us very long, the acronym INVEST is six words that can help us live purpose-filled, creative, joy-filled lives. And they are, I identify your why, which is a lot of work around the Enneagram. And you and I did quite a bit of work on that. What Enneagram number are you? Three. A three. And so anything you learned um, as you began to invest in yourself around understanding what it means to be a three and that it's okay to stop and slow down, anything in particular come to mind? Yeah, I mean, definitely, especially when you and I first started working together, it was at a very particular season in my life that seemed to be kind of a perfect storm, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, I had just lost my mom after, uh, you know, being her caretaker and her living with us. And I had left my job to do that. And my youngest one got married. So all of those things came together at one time of having an empty nest going through that grieving and, you know, getting out of not having a job after Mm -hmm. having the same career for 15 years. And I realized that I was so wired and didn't even understand that to just go, go, go and achieve, 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 whether it was in areas of ministry or work or just life. And to get some understanding and clarity about how much of that was the way God created me and to get some language around that and then understand how do I operate in the strengths Mm -hmm. of who I am and, and yet be able to identify those weaknesses. So God can actually use the way he created me and I'm not this burnt out, stressed out, overtired, sick version (laughs) of myself. So that was just 
so powerful. I, I even have some notes here that I had wrote on some of our first meetings and just actually writing down that instead of doing, achieving, and performing, that my first assignment that week was to just be and to mm. just rest. And I remember how I cringed inside when you said <laughs> that because <laughs> I thought, well, wait a minute, <laughs> I won't be moving forward. I just wanted to tick off boxes and say, how do I get from point A to point B? And it was just learning how to stop. Yeah. And that was just a really crucial part of the process from there. And you were just so open to it. I think right away you believed that you were worth investing in. But I do remember our first conversation, it was on Zoom, and you were so tired you could barely move your head off the couch. Yes. And yes. just recognizing that as an Enneagram 3, you're driven, your motivation was to succeed. And yet yes. your identity as the love daughter of God says, no, you can just be still and you can just be and you can rest and then work. And that's what I think I'm so proud of is how hard you've worked at that. And so in addition, you had to become very self-aware. And one of the ways is through the next letter of invest, which is the letter N for name mm -hmm. your strengths. Now, yeah. like many people, you had already done strength finders years before and probably had a nice piece of paper with some words on it, but had never really dug into it until our coaching time. What did you discover about your strengths? So <clears throat> what I discovered was, um, and I just wanted to back up when we were talking about when you first met me, there was a word that you had said, that stuck with me that I was depleted. Mm -hmm. um, and so I realized identifying, you know, what these strengths are mm -hmm. and that God wants to use them for his glory. And yet if I'm operating in this completely depleted state, it's what I, what you start to do is actually kind of tap into or not even realize that you're operating in the most negative side of those strengths. Exactly. <laughs> and so See, understanding that and then looking at the strengths, I did the strength finders. And so the top five that I had were, my very top one was ideator, mm -hmm. um, which explained a lot because my mind, you know, it's hard for me to shut my mind off. And um, from there, there was, I don't know the specific order, but mm -hmm. there was empathy, communication, um, I think, you know, relationship and strategy. Mm -hmm. And so understanding what each of those strengths are and what it looks like when you go beyond capacity mm. and how you're actually uh, not there. They don't become a strength anymore. They're actually working against you. But then you helped me to see how they were worked together. Mm. That if you're a person who's an ideator and strategy is a strength, but you're very relational and you have a lot of empathy and you like to communicate, then you know, that kind of brain, your, your, your ideas are going to move forward within the context of relationship mm -hmm. and team. And I just never, I never saw that because mm -hmm. a lot of times you would think somebody who's maybe has a strength of being an ideator and a strategy might be more cerebral, less, you know, more logical, less relational, but I'm, that wasn't me and it just seemed like a very odd mix. So I think our work together really helped me see um, how they all worked together. And that's what's so fun about me. I also have a coach and I think one of the most fun parts about having a coach is just having someone outside of your yes. life You're in the picture. You can't see yourself, but when someone's on the outside, it's so easy to say, Oh wow, look at this unique mix of strengths. Exactly. Being a person who's been walking in this Enneagram 3 personality, and yet, even though the um, 
truth is you and I've spent decades in the church world. We mm-hmm. somehow just missed the message over and over again of you're loved enough to just sit and rest, right? We both had worked ourselves to depletion and then did the work that we need to do to yeah. care for our own soul and to recognize our value. And those are some of the other letters in the word invest to recognize your value and care mm-hmm. for your soul. What were some of the things that you put into practice to move from that state of depletion to purpose? So some of the things immediately, because I recognize that if you are that type of person that just feels like you always have to be doing and achieving, it's very connected then to your value and your worth to God and to the kingdom of God. You can't, it's hard for you to see yourself as a loved daughter of God if you're not producing and if you're not achieving. So just being able to be okay with not accomplishing and having this rest and knowing that God loves me. And so some of the very first things that I did was I started to practice Sabbath. Mm -hmm. I mean, true Sabbath rest, which Mm -hmm. is what you really helped me with and talked a lot about just taking that day where I, and I, you changed my concept of Sabbath. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just not working. It was doing things that delighted my soul in the way that God created me to be. I actually just took a Sabbath day early this week and went up to the mountains and went on a hike with just me and God because I love nature. It just, it fills my tank, that time alone with Jesus. So understanding that carving out and making that time and making that a priority was one of the greatest gifts I could do and one of the greatest acts of worship unto the Lord. Um, And then realizing that even in that state of rest, that I am a loved daughter of God. If I do nothing else, I am loved right there and then. So that was really powerful. And that I think is sort of the the center of why I want to have a podcast or a life coaching company is I want people to believe that, right? I had been a pastor for 17 years because I just believe that when Jesus came and offered us freedom from Mm -hmm. captivity, I think part of the captivity Americans keep ourselves in accidentally is the captivity of exhaustion and depletion. And sometimes we were like a badge of honor of, I'm so busy and I'm so exhausted. And yet I'm loving watching all the things that you're doing. You're a speaker, you're an author. And to have those new you know, words come from a place of rest. Do you notice a difference in what you're able to offer others when you start from a place of rest versus when you were just sort of running yourself into the ground? Yes, I notice a big difference. A lot of what you just said was there's a lot packed in there and it's so true. (laughs) And that's why I appreciate it so much working with you is because you do, you have these blind spots and then you suddenly realize, wait a minute, I've been, you know, having, walking with Jesus for all these years and doing all these things and why do I keep just going around in circles and ending up in this place? And so what I feel now is when, when I'm, it's like you can give yourself the space to actually slow down and hear Mm -hmm. the voice Mm -hmm. of God and be very connected and then very intentional about, because there's another thing that you talked a lot about is helping me to identify what my limits are. Mm. And we all have limits. We have limits of time and resource and, when you said that limits were a gift from God, yeah, that's piece that zero, just but... <laughs> really transformed my thinking. Yeah. Instead of feeling this constant frustration of what I was limited by, whether it was time or energy or money or whatever, I want to do this and this and this, you know, I saw them as a gift. Mm. 
and changing that I think was powerful. So now I don't feel like if I'm writing or if I'm putting something together, this sense of, you know, I have to finish it. You're mm -hmm. on a grind. I, you know what? If it's not coming, I can put it down. Yeah. I can step away. It's just very freeing. Yeah. And then I think in the end, so much more powerful because it's less of me and more of him. Yeah. No, I think walking through life without that sense of urgency that it is on mm -hmm. our shoulders is so freeing yeah. to be able to just, so the I and invest is identifying your why, beginning to understand as a three, your why you're motivated by this desire to achieve and there's strengths and weaknesses to that, that mm -hmm. your N of your naming your strengths, even just recognizing your first strength of ideation meant you were constantly coming up with new and fun ideas. And I've watched you these last couple of years really create a team around you so that there are other people who are stronger in pieces where you are weaker. I think that's so huge for self-aware people to recognize, yeah. hey, where I'm strong, there's somebody else who needs my strength. And where I'm a little weak, there's probably someone who wants to partner with me. The V is to value yourself and these gifts that have been given to you as a speaker, as an author. The E, we talked a little tiny bit about energy and the fact that there's green, yellow, and red energy. I know my friend Ellen had done a podcast recently on that, so we don't have to spend too much time there. The soul care, though, I think Think that's a strength that I've watched these last couple of years. As you said, you took some sabbatical time. You're really good about going to the beach or going to climb mountains. Is that where you tend to just really connect best with God is in nature? And how does that get expressed for you? I've loved watching you write on Facebook. I love when you just take out your phone and speak to us. I think there's such an anointing on you. But where do you find it easiest? And what have you been working on lately that you might want to share with us? So where I find it easiest is definitely out in nature and mm. definitely um, I, I'm, a, I'm a visual person and I'm a very verbal processor. So I love getting alone and I love talking to God and I love just taking things in by all my senses. So I'm seeing like and just, I don't know, destroying his creation. So one of my regular almost daily routines is getting up and going hiking. Thankfully, I live near a beautiful place where I'm out on the trails in the woods, and sometimes God just gives me these little gifts of seeing, you know, really cool things. But in that time, it just is like the world is shut out. I can kind of pour out my soul, and I always think of those, those trails there, how they've been paved with tears and prayers, but even sometimes a lot of laughter, like mm -hmm. it's just me and God and we're laughing and I'm just really enjoying him. And so just being, that really fills me up. And I used to have this mindset of feeling guilty if mm -hmm. I did too much of that. And so that's changed. And so now I embrace it and I will specifically make days and say, well, I love swimming in the ocean. I love riding the waves. And I did that a few times. And while I was there this summer, I, I was with some girlfriends and I literally, I was like giddy. I couldn't stop laughing. I said, I feel like I'm a little kid at an amusement park mm -hmm. because I was so silly and it was yeah. cracking me up. But <laughs> I felt as if every little wave was just like God being like, here, enjoy this. And I was having so much fun. And so I think through that, it's helped me in my writing, it opened up, um, I do love to communicate, I do love to share to me, any kind of experience that I have just doesn't feel complete until I express it and share it, whether mm. it's writing or communicating. I love to find truths of God in, in these ways. Um, and so it opened up opportunities for me to do some blogging with By Design Ministries. 
doing some more blogs with him and then just doing more of my own video content um, that you are really instrumental in encouraging me to do that as well. Well, I want all the listeners to be able to find you because I do think that what you have is a great gift. And one of the most important things that we can leave today remembering is it is worth the time that we take to care for our souls. Oh, so yeah. if it's time alone scripture or listening to worship music and going for a walk, if it's going to the ocean, cause you're lucky enough to live near the ocean mm-hmm. and riding waves and just giggling, those things are worth it. Self-care is not selfish. That is an important message that I want people to believe. And you saw self-care change so many parts of your life. It made your yes. marriage better. It made your relationship with your kids better. Yes. Our final thing together is um, just how can people find you? What's a great way to see the things that you're working on, whether it's your writing or just your video blog? Yeah, so I mostly on Instagram and Facebook. So on, on Facebook, it's Mary Donnelly. Uh, you know, I don't know what it's like slash Facebook. But <laughs> Mary Donnelly, D-O-N-N-E-L-L-Y. Instagram, I believe, is Mary Dawn 65 um, and I do have some blogs and blogs on by design ministries. I partner with them. Yep. I do also have a website and what I'll do is I can send you over the link to right. when you put the podcast out because that's a work in progress and that's more of a place to put my content um, at some point. So it's all in one place and easy to find whether it's blogs or blogs. But for right now I use my Facebook a lot. Well, I'm just so glad that you're partnering with By Design Ministries. You know, we've talked a lot about it. I think that, you know, you're one of those women in New England that if people are looking for a wise voice or someone that they can be, you know, studying scripture next to. But mostly I think what you are an example of is why we do this work, why we invest in ourselves Mm -hmm. is you've realized again the value that you have just as a loved daughter of God, not adding any of the blogs or the video content. You're just loved. And from that place of love, you can love your grandchildren and your children and your husband and the people in life around you. And so is there any last thing that's sort of a passion that you want people to believe? I think the passion that I really want people to believe is to know. So the passion that I feel is the greatest call on my heart and my life. And then I'll just talk about what I want them to believe for themselves. I think the greatest call for my heart and my life is that I want uh, to help women to see who they are and the fullness of all that God created them to be and to find that in the truth of the word, to be able to look at the word and see how it applies in a very relevant and practical way and in a way that really transforms us and that it's countercultural, that we don't have to be sucked into the culture around us and live these lives that look like you know, depleted and stressed and spinning out of control, that we can be something different. And it's so freeing and it's so, you know, honoring and glorifying to the Lord. And even these things are an act of worship. So to be able to direct people to a place where they just, you know, get a little taste of the truth of God's word in his presence and it just whets their appetite and they're just like, yes, I need that. I want more of that because that's what God's been to me. Just you know, my lifeline. And then I think the power of partnering with a coach, partnering with somebody that can look, because when you're deep into it, it's like you just, you do, you have these blind spots and you just can't see your way out. And to have somebody come alongside 
And God gave us each other. Exactly. And he gave us people to have these gifts and they can come in and, and look and point out these, you know, blind spots. And it's almost like somebody's just lighting the torch and mm -hmm. saying, here, here's the way out. And here's the way out, you know, and you're just following it. So, um, yeah, I think, I think taking that time to invest in that is just, it's powerful and it's a gift. And, well, thank you. I'm so glad that you were able to be on today and point people to the fact that we are worth investing in. And we so sure if you're are. In finding out more, you can go to kellytibbets.com. I'll have a link to Mary's website. Mary, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. And to all of you, take some time today, care for your own soul, go for that walk. If you're close enough, head over to the beach and just sit by the ocean. But we're so glad you're here today. Thanks for investing in yourself. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Coaching with Kelly. Join us next time for more conversations on how to truly invest in this season of your life. For more information, or if you would like Kelly Tibbetts to be your life coach, you can find Kelly Tibbetts Life Coach on Facebook, or you can visit kellytibbetts.com.